Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Self Deaf Sundays, the podcast. Do 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 do. I think it's really clear that some of the learnings from this book has really helped bring so it gives you like a high level summary of everything that this guy had figured out the power of their subconscious mind and suggestions this episode i'm gonna review a book and then share my own stories and one thing i've realized is that i don't want to just read the book and do book reviews because that's not what my channel or my podcast is my podcast is around self-development and yes books are a huge part of it but I don't want to just revolve around that right because I want to be myself and I want to share my true vulnerable side and what my kind of key learnings were and that was one of the feedback that I got given is you know you can use the book as the underlying framework but it doesn't mean that you have to read through it every single chapter because that's not fun you know and that's not (laughs) that's not showcasing my true self so what I've decided to do is pick another book and um, this is going to be on the psychology one and for my OG kind of people who have been following me for my from my insta stories as well you might remember this book um, which is something I did review before but I haven't unleashed its full potential in a way which um it has so much more to give so today's book i've chosen for the psychology pillar once again is the power of your subconscious mind by dr joseph murphy and this book has been revolutionary in the sense of how it has helped me think better about myself how i can leverage my subconscious mind to uh, to kind of manifest the right things into my life and also how the subconscious mind is playing a huge part on other individuals lives as well right so it is one of those um guides and one thing i love about this book is how practical it is and it has tangible actions that you can actually apply into your life and every chapter ends with kind of like key takeaways as well which is going to be great for me to review because um it's kind of done the work for me in a way right so I actually found got this book when I was in a hol- I went to holiday in Nepal uh, in 2009 and it has been one of those books I keep going back to I think everyone has those books and this has definitely been one of those for me and it's just a really feel good kind of book right and um I- I'll quickly read the back of it and maybe that'll give you a better understanding of what it is kind of like what I did for Seat of the Soul and it starts off by saying how this is one of the most kind of widely acclaimed self-help books written and has helped over millions of people around the world to achieve amazing goals simply by changing the way you think. And I, I do get that, you know, self-help books have this kind of negative connotations around, oh, here, here we go again. And of course, it's about, it's about changing the way you think. But what I loved about this book is the case studies and how people have actually applied it. Um, and that's what the like the back of it says and it says that it has actual stories the guide to unleashing mental powers giving practical guidelines and the thing about this is it can be applied for gaining promotions in your personal in your professional life getting wealth creating good relationships strengthening bonds and conquering phobias healing yourself so all the good stuff and this is kind of linked to the seat of the soul as well but this is more from a the reason I put this in the psychology pillar is because it's all to do with your subconscious mind. So what I'm going to do today is maybe look deeper into chapter one, talk about my own experiences and also 
some key examples that I've really like taken away and and has really um, impacted me so let's dive right in so the book starts off by laying out the principles of your subconscious mind and for people that might not be familiar of this term called the subconscious mind many people and many psychologists and professionals in the industry have various ways of saying this right so some people call it system one or system two from the uh, thinking fast and slow by daniel kahneman i believe some people call it the right brain and the left brain some people call it the conscious mind which is where you consciously make decisions and the subconscious mind is the, the kind of in the background where ideally you don't have you don't have uh, you're not consciously thinking about it but a lot of the things that we store and habits and behaviors and our character is actually built in the subconscious mind right so it starts off by saying how um, there are certain principles in the universe that is true and and it's universal no matter where you are in the world. And similar to that, subconscious mind's uh, subconscious mind and the principles of, of it is in the, done in the same way. The author actually comes from a chemist background, right? So he's one of those science folks. Um, and he says that when you have two hydrogen uh, molecules and one oxygen molecule, that creates water, right? And that's like he says free science hopefully everyone's aware of that um and it says that it doesn't occasionally create water it doesn't sometimes create water it always creates water those two molecules always create water and that is the fundamental principle and similarly if you have one oxygen and one carbon molecule that creates carbon monoxide and and that's a universal fact that's been proven by scientists and it has governed kind of like the evolution of human uh civilization from the caveman days and these are the principles um that is the same no matter where where you are so whether you are in china india or japan um i don't know why i chose all asian countries but what no matter where you are in the world right so let me do that again whether you're in china whether you are in the us or in argentina those laws apply it's universal and then he transitions into saying that if you want to make force of your subconscious mind you need to understand the principles and that pretty much sets the foundation of the whole kind of uh, book and this chapter this um, chapter is actually called the treasure house within you and it says that everything you want in your life everything that you want to achieve is all within your subconscious mind and I guess going back to what my true belief is and what I've written in my insta bio and also the on the purpose of the whole podcast is that I believe that every single individual is um, born to reach their full potential and live and achieve their dreams to the fullest. And um, that the reason I've kind of believed in that is actually, I believe inspired subconsciously inspired from this book, because it says that the treasure house is within you. And it is one of those terms that I'm sure you guys have listened to quotes where it says, oh my God, the answer is actually within you. You didn't have to find it anywhere else. It's all within you. It's all within you. And I'm like, how do you know that? Right. Um, but after reading this book, I was like, oh, actually, they're right. <laughs> like it is within you. All the answers, everything that you need is actually within you. Um, and you don't have to look at for this um happiness and all these kind of things for in an external kind of materialistic situation. So how do you actually bring that upon yourself is once again understanding the principles of how the subconscious mind is governed and similar to what I said earlier on around the two molecules creating hydrogen and, and oxygen and all of this stuff is that it 
those are universal truths and we know that's true no one kind of challenges that uh, and questions it but it also is a universal truth that whatever you impress upon your subconscious mind is expressed in your reality and that is the the key of this book um if you have a prayer if you have a desire and if you have an intent where you want to um get an answer or a solution or achieve a goal once again it's all within your subconscious mind and analogy that book uses is that your subconscious mind is like your garden right and your garden it has loads of um, space it's got moist soil I don't like the word moist it just has a nice soil <laughs> um, and you are the gardener right and you have the control to plant the right seeds into your subconscious mind so whether it is goals whether it's desires or whether it is just coming up with a solution if you plant the right seeds as a gardener that's what's impressed in your subconscious mind and that's what comes into fruition and you as a gardener has you have the control to water the right seeds water the right plants and also focus on the right things to then eventually bring those things into your life so if you look at your own circle and if you look at people around you um there are two types of people right there are the magnetized people who are full of confidence and faith and you look at them and you're like oh my god they're like born to succeed like they just have that good like positive radiant energy and they are just everything that they do is just like magnetic like you you want to talk to them you want to be around them there's what that's the first type of people and then the second type of people is demagnetized people and they're full of fears and doubts they're constantly thinking about what if things go wrong or what if it doesn't work out and and you know what what if people will laugh at me so i think if you look at your own circle and if you look at people around you there are most people that either fall on one or the other category and there are a lot of people you know just because you're in one category doesn't mean you can't change because scenario it depends on the scenario but i think in general there are these two different types of people right and the magnetized people are the ones that have really understood their subconscious mind to plant the right seeds and focus on the right things and as a result the right kind of things get attracted to their lives and that's why they have got what they have and and similarly the demagnetized people are the ones that are planting the wrong seeds they're planting the wrong seeds they're watering the wrong uh, plants and as a result that's what gets brought upon their life and you you see these people right they walk around and say that oh my god nothing's working on my favor like they walk around as if the whole universe and the, the life is against you they love complaining they love a bit of drama and I mean, we we all love a bit of drama here and there, but like these these people actually thrive off of it, and um, and that's the problem, right? Because they the reason that they are the way they are is because they have planted those seeds in their garden, in their subconscious mind, and as a result, the all the experiences that they ha have are in that in that sphere as well. So the way I have applied it into my life is by actually talking good about myself, and I do affirmations, and that is something i believe has really helped me shape me to be who i am today and i've done it for about three years now so if i look back at my iphone notes i do affirmations every single morning i even have a right time to do it because i commute into london 
And when I'm waiting for my train in the morning, I stand in the right specific spot and I open up my notes and I write my affirmation down. And the affirmation is um, something that just felt right to me at the moment. But it, obviously it's good things, right? And when I'm writing these affirmations, I, I, I think that once again, I'm planting those right seeds in my garden and I'm affirming it every single day. And as a result, those are the things that happen. And I, I think affirmations are so, so powerful um and that i think that is a key example from my point of view of where leveraging my subconscious mind has really really helped and for me like it is literally affirming the right thing so th saying things like i'm loved i'm blessed i'm destined for great things or you know things are constantly working on my favor and i'm a magnet for miracles and when i see these terms like on the people that i follow i used to think like okay like here, here they go again and I used to be kind of on the skeptical side as well so I I do understand you know some people that might not get it but for me like it just made so much sense and going back to my notes again if I look back at my notes and my journaling and I do a lot of that and once again it's my creative outlet where I put out my thoughts and bring the right things into my life um and so often you think that when you are affirming or planting the right seeds you have to create create new things and you have to create new habits but it's actually stopping and and not accepting false beliefs or superstitions and fears right because the whole world revolves around what if things don't go right and people are constantly saying you're not good enough or you won't make the cut you won't get into that uni you won't get that job there's false beliefs everywhere and there's limiting beliefs and i think that's once again what locks away human beings full potential is because they accept these negative limiting beliefs into your into their subconscious mind and they think that this is it you know i'm not meant to do more with my life i, I would just carry on with my nine to five job and float through life until it's time to die and you know that sounds kind of dark but like so often people live their whole life being demagnetized and it's unfortunate because they've got so much within them that have that they have locked away so when we one of the key takeaways from your subconscious mind and what you can bring to it is not about yes it is about adding new things here and there but a lot of the times it's actually about not accepting the false beliefs and the limiting beliefs and ignoring and choosing to ignore these thoughts when someone kind of imprints that upon you and thankfully the way I've been brought up and you know having my right kind of family and my support system they've always said Lamika can do everything like once she sets her mind she can do it and I accepted that because once again it's helping me release be my full potential and if someone said that I couldn't then I would choose not to accept it so I think it's just being aware of those comments that people make around you and and choosing whether to believe it or or to um to not take it in and going back to your your garden your subconscious mind accepts whatever you plant right it doesn't question it like consciously yes like if someone says something bad to you you reply back but the subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between truth and and false um so whatever you say it believes so that's why it's so important to plant the right things and fill your mind with harmony you know health peace and goodwill and and then you can see the changes that happen in your life um so I think from a tactical point of view, what you can start doing is to stop believing the wrong things and actually stop telling yourself those limiting thoughts and saying, 
even remove those words out of your vocabulary and I say this to my friends and family as well like when they say like oh I don't think I can do that or like oh my god I don't think I'm going to pass that exam stop saying it because that's what your subconscious mind believes and that's how you how you that's what you bring to life and another thing if you know if you're still not convinced about your subconscious mind is that when you cut yourself do you consciously say i'm gonna i'm gonna heal like my skin's gonna somehow attach or does it happen automatically it's 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 the latter right like our our digestive systems are working subconsciously you don't tell it to work it just happens when you cut yourself or when you break up your 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 bone I mean, I think breaking a bone is a wrong example, but like, do you know when you cut yourself, like, it automatically heals, right? That's your subconscious mind at work. You don't need to tell it to do it. It just happens. And what this affirms is that there's a higher intelligence at work, um, whatever you want to call it, the higher power, the universe. But the truth is that it's constantly working and the subconscious mind actually works better at nighttime. So another example of when I've used it, it's such a silly example, but it's crazy how I I think I started using it when I was like 17, 18. Um, when I say using it, I just kind of uh, leveraged it and revealed it upon me. And I think I was working at a working um, on a coursework for IT and we were trying to come up with different interesting ways of using formulas and Excel spreadsheets. And I remember sleeping thinking I need to come up with something that's going to wow my um, course leader or my or my teacher. And I didn't know what that answer would be, but I kind of, before I went to take a nap, because I like napping a lot, or maybe it was before before I went to bed, I asked my subconscious mind a question to say, um, I'm going to come up with that great formula that's going to wow the teacher. And easily, the next morning, I came up with that formula and no one had thought about it. And it's my subconscious mind working at it. And it was like, a, it's so silly thinking about it now, because it's literally like a, if if all kind of an um, algorithm says so like oh if a person's grade is this much then say that they failed or or else um say that they passed and I think that's where I started loving my um idea around uh, algorithms and, and computer science and all of that but yeah it was that was when my subconscious mind was at work because consciously when I was awake I couldn't come up with that but when I was asleep it understood my desire it understood my question and then it was brought to life right and there are so many examples of scientists and people who are geniuses that have used their subconscious mind as well so as well so for example um a guy that came up with like a formula for the benzene ring like he didn't know the structure of how those atoms were stored and then he went he asked his subconscious mind i wonder how it's done and then in the morning like he came up with this he visualized or he saw this like snake following each other um following its tail and then he was oh my god like that's how the benzene ring was created and even like einstein and and thomas edison and all these crazy scientists especially creatives they they're the ones that have really leveraged their their mind to bring some of these things to life so that is an example of how you can really kind of take control of what you want into your life because what if you once again what if you imprint upon your subconscious mind is brought into fruition into your into into your conscious world which we called life and i would also like to to share a quick story here about how a suggestion killed a man and you know the subconscious mind is constantly taking suggestions whether it's good or bad it just takes whatever you tell it 
it's really interesting because in like in our culture in the Nepalese culture and maybe not just even in ours like do you know how you go to like these people that look at your future and they tell you you're gonna get married in this age and you're gonna have kids in this age and this good thing's gonna happen this bad thing's happen gonna happen and kind of like crystal gazes that look into your future um and i know that it's not just in our culture but in like in the in all, all across the world right these these fortune tellers in a way um there's an there's a story here about how a suggestion killed a man that that's what the section is called and it says how um there was a distant re relative of this author who went to a crystal gazer in india and they asked and then he asked her to say you know what does my future hold and then the lady actually told him oh my god you've got a bad heart and you're going to die at the next new moon and what this indian crystal gazer told this a relative of the or this individual the man is that she dropped this suggestion that you have a bad heart and you're going to die from it and what do you think the man's subconscious mind did the subconscious mind of the man just accepted this suggestion right so because of what the crystal gazer said the, the the guy started getting really paranoid he called up all his friends and family saying oh my god this is what she predicted and he also um, met up with his lawyer to make sure that he was, you know, his will was up to date. He was convinced that this is the truth and this is how he's going to die. And as the new moon approached, he became more and more withdrawn. Um, and then it's crazy because a month before the man was happy living his life and he was healthy, happy with everything going to his plan. And then now, just because of that suggestion that the lady gave, he was invalid. And then... On the predicted date, he actually suffered a fatal heart attack and he died not knowing that he was the cause of his own death. And then if you think about it, how many of us have actually heard similar stories where we think that there's a mysterious uncontrollable forces that is governing our life, but the world is full of forces, but they're not mysterious, right? They're actually under your control and under your subconscious mind's control. So what he did is he accepted that suggestion of that lady and then next thing you know he he died because he didn't he chose to believe it and it's crazy because i've heard so many stories of people where um these crystal gazers or people that predict your future has said this like your son's gonna get married at this age or his first marriage is gonna work out or all these kind of predictions and they believe that crystal gazer but then the thing is it's like the crystal gazer kind of controlling your life because whatever they said you imprinted in your mind and then without realizing it was actually you that accepted that belief and then that's what got brought into your life right so this is just a specific example but the, the whole kind of idea here is this from your point of view is that you have the power to choose and this you don't have to go to a crystal gazer it's more in the sense of the things that you tell yourself and the things that other people tell about you um set and say about you what kind of suggestions are you putting in your mind and what kind of suggestions are being accepted to then bring that into your life um and this this section of the book ends with saying that always remember that you have the capacity to choose always to choose life always to choose love and always to choose health and um that is what once again gets brought into your life into your life and in, in, in your experiences when in your life as well so another kind of and then the, finally the book kind of ends with ideas worth remembering and it says that your subconscious mind has the power to answer all the problems if you suggest your okay before i say that bit 
has anyone ever felt like they've got a big exam or a big event or an interview the next morning and without your alarm going off you just wake up because that's definitely happened to me if you suggest your subconscious mind prior to sleep i want to get up at 6 a.m it will awaken you at that exact time it's like magic right and another example how this has been applicable to me is that i was going on a business trip to amsterdam i believe um and i had to stay over in london because my flight was at 7 a.m from london city i had to get up at like four to then go into the airport and obviously before i have to leave and to get ready and whatever so i put my alarm for three o'clock which i thought was three o'clock in the morning before i went to bed in my hotel room um but then i okay i put my alarm at 3 a.m and then i went to bed but then something was telling me and i don't ever wake up in the middle of the night right i'm a heavy sleeper but then something was telling me go check your alarm go check your alarm and i woke up at like 1am and then when i checked my alarm i had actually set the alarm for like 3pm in the afternoon so if i had somehow slept through i mean i would have right i would have missed my flight i would have missed my flight i would have missed my meeting that would have been a problem for me um but i i don't know what it was it was but it was something telling me like my subconscious mind had somehow recorded that the alarm that i had set was for 3 p.m not 3 a.m and it's the subconscious mind sending the message into my conscious mind to then wake me up to then check in and set that alarm and i was like oh my god like i'm so thankful to whatever is out there and that was another example of where my subconscious mind <laughs> once again worked and it's like it's crazy like I, I i mean i mean i don't know like i don't know if it's like it just happened or it was it's just like it was meant to be or whatever but like i i truly believe it is something out there that is kind of con con controlling and governing these kind of situations and actions and I, I i choose to believe it's a subconscious mind and that's what the book says as well so <laughs> um and then yeah i guess like to just to summarize the last bit of the the book it says that if you want to write a book if you want to write um not with the book sorry the chapter it says that if you want to write a book if you want to write a wonderful play um or also if you want to be a better audi uh, presenter to your audience you need to kind of convey this idea into your subconscious mind you need to convey that you are speaking confidently you need to convey that the right idea is coming into your mind and also choose to believe it and then the subconscious mind will then respond accordingly to bring these things into your life and then finally it says that never use like expressions like i can't afford it or i can't do this because that's it's gonna the subconscious mind's gonna take your word for it it doesn't know what's true or false um and that's where limiting beliefs comes along where you th think that you're not good enough or you, you can't do this or do that say that you can and then that's what sounds silly when they say when i say like say that you can and it's gonna happen obviously it takes time it takes years of work and it's not just about telling your mind you have to go out and do the actions as well um and that's a difference because when people talk about the law of attraction and they say oh my god if i want to be a millionaire i just need to think it and it happens it needs to come from your heart it needs to come from the the deeper soul in a way and also you need to be willing to work on it because anything that is nothing that is worth having comes easy and it's recognizing that but this you have to do the work but everything starts with your thought right everything starts from your mind and the final kind of point from this chapter says that you can change your thoughts 
if you change your thoughts you change your destiny and I truly believe that is the case because once again if I look back at my life and um, compare myself to maybe um, my, my previous self when I didn't know the power of this and I told myself I don't know if I ever actually told myself I wasn't good enough because I think from deep down I always knew that I was destined for great things and I think that's another one of my true true beliefs um and it's not letting those limiting factors get to me and when things don't work out it's there as a detour right and it's telling yourself what's worth what what you are worth and then it's recognizing it and then bringing it to your life so yeah hopefully that gives you guys a quick insight into the first chapter of the book um and like i mentioned in my other episode what i'm going to do in the future episodes is to delve into some of these a bit more talk around the key takeaways and also um apply see how i've see how i've applied in my life and yeah kind of use the book as a framework and then just share my thoughts and share my um my experiences previously as well and hopefully that has kind of given some insight or kind of hope for people in terms of kind of changing your way of thinking and also to really kind of leverage that subconscious mind because everyone has it and I've spoken about the word subconscious quite a lot (laughs) um people say subconscious mind higher power whatever you want to call it there we all know that there's a high intelligence at work so it's like why not use it right why not leverage it into your own benefit and that's what the whole book is about it's it's a self-help book um and it's using those mind techniques and that's the reason why i put it in the psychology pillar and there's so much more nuggets um, in the future which i'm going to share but i think for the purposes of today's episode i'm going to call it a day there um yeah let me know how you found it because so early in in this journey trying to figure out what works what doesn't work but i'm loving it i'm loving it so much and um I also can't wait once lockdown is over to get my fancy equipments and um, get people on board and I've got exciting guests coming up and also I've got a lot of ideas in mind Um, so yeah I'm just excited about the future the journey and just everything just everything in general but hopefully that episode was fun for you guys to listen into and thank you all for your support bye take care Thank you guys once again for listening to another episode of the podcast. Hope you guys found it as enjoyable as I did recording it. And if you want to share some feedback or show some support, feel free to follow me on at Self-Tough Sundays with a double S on Instagram. And I look forward to catching you same time next week. Thank you. Bye.